Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. A minor is a co-ed acapella group at UConn that was founded in 2004 by members of the Asian American Cultural Center following their performance during the 2003 annual alma mater homecoming competition. Since then, A minor has become a family of passionate musicians who enjoy sharing their love for acapella music with the community. A minor's repertoire ranges from Coldplay to Beyonce to Halsey and includes everything in between. The group enjoys performing on campus and traveling around the East Coast to charity events, benefit concerts, college invitationals, competitions, and so much more. I am thrilled to welcome the board, which includes Nick, Tommy, Emma, and Will of A minor. Hey guys, how you doing? Awesome. So I always kind of like to start in the beginning. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about how A minor got started? All right. I guess I'll take that question. Um, so A minor started off, like you said, in, from the Asian American Cultural Center. Um, back then, A minor was strictly Asian minorities. Um, and as the years went on for A minor, they decided to open up more and more people. Um, but I guess one of the most important things to note about A minor is that back then it was just a group of people who got together to sing and then went home. Like there really wasn't too much of a family aspect but as hmm. as the years have gone on we realize that it's extremely important to have that family so now it's not just a group of people who get together to sing it's people that we can confide in people who we can talk to and want to hang out with all the time we should feel comfortable with that um because we do have a bit of a sad past um one of our members actually her at the anniversary of her death past not too long ago i think october 22nd her name was katie boo um she was in the earlier years of a minor and she unfortunately took her life and she didn't have that support system so from that day forward we just made it a point to whoever we take needs to be family because we don't want that same thing to happen ever again i love that oh how do you feel like that experience in addition to sort of fostering this family feeling did it did it change the group like what, were there emotional aspects to handling that tragedy Definitely um it's you learn to just take things lightly and just not so seriously um and especially it's just making sure that everyone's opinion is heard and everyone just is fosters and grows and I honestly I think it's made us stronger even musically just because we're aware that we can voice our opinions at any time that we want and know that we're being heard. And if we didn't have that, we might not be able to grow because if someone's afraid to voice their opinion, they're like, well, I'm just going to sing this part and I'm going to accept it because that's what I was told to do. But we're very comfortable with voicing like, Hey, maybe this isn't the best thing that for us right now. And we're always striving to grow personally and musically. I love that. In terms of, you know, sort of your more recent history, I know that um, that competition has been something that you guys do, that, that competing in ICCA and perhaps mm-hmm. in other sorts of um, events that are in the either in the UConn on campus or sort of more broadly. Uh, how do you guys decide when it's the right time to participate in competition? Yeah, so I could take that question. Um, but before I do, I just want to just say that that was Will who answered the previous oh, question. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, and I'm Nick, so uh, I'm the president of the group. So in terms of like making these decisions on what uh, performances and competitions and gigs we decide to take, it, it really depends on a few factors. So obviously one huge one is based off the availability of our members. So first we pull our group members and we decide like, okay, first, is anyone going to be available for that event? 
And like, let's say hypothetically speaking, we all have like a huge exam that day or like something personal is going on, then obviously we're going to have to decline the, the invitation. Um, but if let's say hypothetically speaking, everyone is available, then we assess it on another uh, uh, several number of other factors. So like one of them being like, how far is the travel? Because if it's like a five hour, six hour drive, that is extremely difficult because we only have a couple cars on campus. Yeah. Um, and also it depends on how far away is the event. So if it's like we get an event for, let's say, November 2nd and today's November 1st, we're probably going to have to say no because that's just such a huge time crunch. Um, sure. And obviously the other few factors are like, are we available? Is it going to be like an event where we drive five hours for that to drive back after? Because like we do really care about socializing with these groups and expanding our network. So um, we typically try to make a point of like, if we're going to go somewhere, we're going to stay there after two to make friends, make connections and keep them in our our network for future events. Nice. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you guys have an opportunity to do frequently to travel to other universities and hang out with other groups? Yeah. So uh, I know for a couple of events, we have one coming up actually, which is WPI and we're meeting with SoundLogic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's always like one of the events that we look forward to, which is really fun. We've also had, uh, we've done Berkshire in the past. Um, and then what other events? Obviously we did um, ICC. We go to Clark University sometimes with the yeah. Clark Bars. Clark Bars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Northeastern, yeah. Northeastern University. Shout out to the Downbeats and all of them. Yeah. They're all great. <laughs> we also like, we invite groups to come and perform at our concerts as well. So it kind of is a give and take. We kind of go both ways mm-hmm. and then we encourage them to like stay after so we can kind of do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of that, you very recently uh, had Spookapella, which was an event you guys hosted on campus. Is that right? Or at least nearby? So uh, one of uh, the 10 uh, awesome acapella groups at UConn uh, hosts Spookapella. Uh, It's in one of the churches that we have at UConn. And basically what it is, is that all 10 of the groups uh, each sing two songs, uh, preferably spooky songs, obviously, since it's Spookapella Halloween. Um, and then it's it's just a lot of fun. Like, we all dress up. Uh, it's also, like, a pretty big event on campus. I think that they're actually looking to expand it um, to a bigger location because the church gets really packed, as you can imagine. But, um, yeah, so, like, last year we dressed up. We sang a song that was kind of like a Wizard of Oz theme. So we all dressed up as Wizard of Oz characters, which was really fun. Uh, this year we sang a song called Castle by Halsey. So we all dressed up as spooky royalty um, got, out that, uh, got out that special effects makeup, so that was really fun. Got my prom awesome. dress out after four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it fit, I think that's a win. <laughs> it's very tight. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm really green, but, you know, it went on. <laughs> Excellent. But, yeah, Spookapel is definitely one of the highlights of our, uh, of our acapella year. I would say. Awesome. And that sort of brings me to ask a little bit about rep. I mean, you talk about spooky rep, particularly for this event, but more broadly, like, can you talk a little bit about how you guys choose the songs you want to include in your rep? Yeah, so um, this is Emma speaking. Tommy was just oh, speaking yeah. last. Sorry. I don't know if he introduced himself. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, but so I'm the music director of A minor. Um, each semester or so, we. Uh, send everyone basically like a homework assignment kind of to fill out a Google Doc of just like a bunch of songs that we think we might want to do. And so we keep in mind, like, um, I know, so two years ago now, when we decided for the last fall, we like had ICCAs in mind. So we were thinking of songs to choose for ICCAs. So it kind of depends on if we're doing any competitions, like what we want that set to be and um, go off like a theme with that, if we have one or if we can think of anything. Um, 
we always try to set in one that we're going to do specifically for Spookapella because we like to do one new song and then one that we did the last time and just like keep it moving with that. Um, nice. And then other than that, just like we pretty much just say, hey, we want an upbeat song this semester. We want a more ballad type song this semester. And then we kind of like go through the categories that we decide and all the songs that we choose, listen to them and we vote on them and decide which ones we want. <laughs> it's cool. a fun process. As the group has, uh, you know, sort of evolved through the 15 or so years you've been around, like I imagine that while the genre, the sort of broader category of music, like a, a bop or a, or a ballad or whatever changes, like I would imagine that also the artists that you choose to focus on changes through the evolution of the group. Can you talk a little bit about some of those changes and what you guys are currently digging? Yeah, I feel like we try to keep it diverse in general. I feel like we try not to repeat ours, but it definitely happens. I know um, we have another Halsey song this year. We had a, another Halsey song in the past. I feel like we've had a lot of them. Um, Billie Eilish is one of our big ones. I feel like like a lot of the times we come back to another song of hers, and then we're like, oh, maybe, I don't know, and then we go back and forth with that. Um, I feel like in general we just choose from a big variety of, of genres and artists and we never really stick to one specifically, at least since, in my experience, like we haven't really stuck to too many of them. Yeah, yeah. If I can just oh, sorry, if I can just jump in on that too. Yeah. Um, we usually try not to. I mean, yeah, the the mainstream artists right now are great, but we also try to diverge from that as well and just look for more obscure indie artists because then that's kind of a breakthrough because if you kill a song like that it sounds like i've never heard that song before and especially if you do really well on it it just gets people more interested not only in your group but also looking into that music and being like oh i love that song let me go find out what that is i know i found myself doing that with a lot of the other acapella groups and being like i've never heard that song before so now i'm gonna go find that yeah. yeah, I think that is one of the big um, like benefits of acapella is exposure to new artists. So I think that's awesome that you guys do that. So you, uh, you know, we talk a little bit about the songs that you sing, and sometimes you decide that they need to be sort of put down for posterity. I understand that you have a new EP that uh, that is in the works. Do you want to talk a little bit about sort of why now? Why why was now the right time to record something? Yeah, so um, we recorded an EP uh, last spring, or two, not this spring, it was, I don't know when it was, I what think year it was, was it? Not like, this not spring, spring, but like the spring, but spring before, before. Yeah. so spring 2018, I think. I think so. um, <clears throat> it was a very long process of like recording and mixing, mastering, all that. Um, we're probably going to be releasing it soon, we just have to get the logistics worked out. Um, we decided that year that we wanted to record the ICCA set, our first ICCA set, just to like have that complete and then we added a few other songs that we really enjoy yeah um and just think that they're really great songs and i'm really excited for everyone to hear them i know will was talking about how we like to do a lot of like obscure songs and like bring them in differently another thing we like to do is really change up songs um one of the songs that's one of our favorite songs i think of all time is (laughs) um we do chains by nick jonas but it's slowed down like a ballad and it's, it's just really beautiful. And mm-hmm. Rachel Conti, the soloist on it, she was phenomenal. She's incredible. I mean, everyone was, but yeah. like, we just love her. Um, so that's definitely a song I'm really looking forward to being released and just really reflects us and how we like to be different and how we like to just work our music. and Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> As you look forward, what what is next for A minor? What what are you guys hoping to do in the next next semester and in the upcoming years? 
Yeah, so, I mean, I could talk broadly about some of the things we're looking into doing. Um, so, one, we want to – we have several goals, obviously. One of them is to kind of increase our presence on campus. So that means accepting more gigs on campus or possibly seeing for some events for the school. Uh, I know that we used to do it, but then we started straying away and trying to get off campus more. But that is something that we're looking into, like, revisiting. Um, also, just doing more gigs in general because last year, it being ICCAs and all, um, a lot of our energy was focused towards – um, you know, the ICCA. So we couldn't have many opportunities to like go away for a week and then just sing for fun. Um, so those are two goals. Obviously, right now we're focusing a lot on fundraising because we want to record more in the future because it was a very fun experience. And um, yeah, it's just like, we just want to, in general, like keep this going where we have more music coming out and we sound good and then we increase name recognition. And I think just prioritizing growth as a group, both mm-hmm. both in the family aspect, but also musically, just like mm-hmm. accepting different gigs and different challenges that'll help us to focus on making our music as good as it can possibly be. Mm-hmm. I think that's a goal that we all share. Yeah. And yeah. here it is a challenge. Um, having gone through so many different generations of a minor, you, new people come and go and so you're getting used to new personalities and also like you have to adjust the music accordingly because everyone's arranging style is different and then i know certain art uh, arrangers like i think right now we have a few songs that were arranged for that current version of a minor in mind so yeah. when they leave and you bring in new people you're like okay now how do we how do we fit this so that we still sound amazing with these new people that were where the parts were designed for a specific voice with that movie director in mind. So Emma has a challenge on her hands, but she's been doing amazing with it. (laughs) Another goal of going off that is just definitely expanding our repertoire and everything like that. We've been trying to learn more. Um, We have three new amazing members this year and they've had to learn 10 songs so far this semester. (laughs) Wow. And a lot. And I feel really bad because it's a lot on their plate, but they've been doing great with it. And we're trying to make sure that we, maintain the repertoire we have and just continue to expand it and everything like that. Yeah. You talked about, you know, you you bring back the word family a lot and you guys have a decent amount of family in, with 15 years under your belt. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have opportunities to collaborate, reach out to your alums? What, what is that? Um, as folks leave A minor, what is the connection that you guys try and keep with them? Yeah, so I can answer that question. So as you can imagine, we'll start with people that just like recently graduated. So like, let's say they graduated last year. Um, Obviously, when people are in the group, uh, there are group chats made and like there are snap groups, you know, things like that, where they are maintained throughout time. And obviously, you're extremely close with the group you've been with. Um, But in terms of like inviting back old alumni, it's something that we've really been working on because we don't want them to be out of the loop when it comes to this. So we invite them to pretty much all the old gigs, (laughs) all the gigs that we have. Um, we have a Facebook page that coordinates between old and new A minor, uh, A minorians. So, um, like, we might have a barbecue and just invite everyone there. And like, obviously, some people are working, so it's hard for them to come. But like, the offer is always there for them to come and interact with family again. It's like, you know, we're always open. Yeah. yeah. Especially this year is our 15 year anniversary of A minor. So yeah. I think we're gonna try to. Co- I know we only have like a month or two left, but we're gonna try to coordinate something hopefully yeah. where we can get like all the alum back, even like ones that we've never met before. We'd like to get mm-hmm. Like we did yeah. And they definitely really care a lot. Like whenever we post something in the old and new Facebook page, they're always so supportive. They're like, we're so glad to see you guys are still going strong and that you guys are continuing to do this. We love that you're emphasizing family. So they're still very much happy to see that no matter how many years have passed since they've been in it, that they are still part of the family that they joined at that time. 
I love that. Yeah. Well, with all that you've spoken about, I feel a little bit like I'm part of your family too. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for sharing your your passion and your joy and your your music. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio, with special shout-out to Sam Baker for audio assistance. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video, only at acaville.org.